This month, we partnered with Dianco, the leading clothing and lifestyle brand for sizes 14 to 32. I love that they offer a large range of brands through their Dia Shop and their Stylebox subscription. You can shop our favorite pieces that you see on our TikTok through our Swipe Fat wish list. Use code Swipe Fat to get 30% off your first order. For more information, visit dia.com slash swipe fat. Hi, I'm Alex. I'm Nikki. And this is Swipe Fat. Chunky. <laughs> Ted just looked at me like, Mom, what are you doing? <laughs> Singing a song. Singing the Chunky song. Chunky. <laughs> so, so did you survive Valentine's Day? Uh, <laughs> Single I did. Awareness Day? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I made myself... Um, I know you'll hate this because you hate potatoes, but I made myself scalloped potatoes, like restaurant quality scalloped potatoes. I don't hate scalloped potatoes because there it is has something in it. I know, blah, blah, there's blah. There's cheese blah. and cream that like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't talk to you about this. It makes me so irrationally I'm angry. sorry, but and, they looked really good. Thank you. And also I had a steak and wine and I watched um, to all the boys. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> ever loved because um, teenage romance is what gets me through the day. And um, yeah, that's where my life is. But yeah, honestly, it wasn't that bad. I don't think that like Valentine's Day, I feel like we had a great Galentine celebration. Yeah, we did. It was so much fun. I was still honestly still recovering from it on Sunday because mm-hmm. my body was like, no, why did you do so many shots? After Mm -hmm. the cocktail class, like that wasn't a smart life choice. We did so many, so many shots. And then we were up until like 3 a.m. dancing. My legs are still burning from all those squats I was doing. Like, I feel like, oh yeah, I forgot about your squats. (laughs) You did so many squats. So many squats. And like, I haven't squatted so, so long. My legs, I like sitting to pee hurts so well I guess it I were I gave myself a good workout did a good workout that was so much fun after doing um, yeah yeah, I liked it I I like a good dance party Uh, the cocktail class was so fun though with um with everyone and I want to do more of those because I feel like I think everyone who came really enjoyed it I don't know hi yeah it seems like everybody had a good time yeah and And we got we made really good cocktails 100 percent. yeah you, did you know that Reve started the company because a guy in a, on a date told her that she couldn't oh I love that I know um do you know what I also got told on Instagram what is that I glorify alcohol so <laughs> you know what I did after I got that message got drunk. I, I posted about our cocktail class <laughs> <laughs> so there's that I mean, I hope that that person doesn't follow me because. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Obviously, I don't think that we do that. Yeah, I don't know. So my Valentine's Day, I was not hungover anymore. I had a uh, a mirror date with myself. I mean, I started with a really good breakfast. Then I had a mirror date. Yeah. And then I got a call from my boss that he had a COVID vaccine for me. So I went and I got that. Nice. So happy Valentine's to me. I mean, that's pretty much the best Valentine's Day gift you can get. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I was like, thanks. <laughs> I'm still, I would, didn't you tell me that I could get it because I'm obese? So. No, no, no. So like we technically on the 25th of February in Illinois, 
if you're obese, you can get it or diabetes, like there's all different things yeah. on the list, but obese, being obese is one of them. But if you live in Chicago, that is not the case. Illinois is on a different plan than Chicago. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So, well, but soon-ish. When one C has happened, you, you can get it. You're eligible. It's so. going to take so long. I know. I feel like it's going to be summer. I'm sorry. I still won't have it. No, I don't think it'll take that long. It's, I hope not. It'll be, I mean, you're in a restaurant. You definitely need it more than I yeah. do um okay well you know future nikki and future alex will have already watched the first episode of their dating show by friday dating in the modern age because it premiered on thursday night so last night yes so we will have seen it i'm nervous i'm nervous i'm nervous too but i think we've switched places a little bit because at the beginning of this i was a ball of a mess basically mm-hmm. it was a me- I can't even say ball of nerves I was just a mess no you were a fucking train wreck yeah and I was like I don't know because I think like I didn't realize like that it happened you know like uh-huh. it went so fast yeah and then I was like fuck now it's happening and like fuck <laughs> yeah and now I'm the one who's just like yeah I think I've had time to process and now I think I feel- yeah I didn't process it. I just went through it. And now I'm just like nervous to see what happens on screen. I'm worried like I'm going to look like an idiot. Like, I don't know. So I just, it's normal nerves. Um, And I'll be fine after the first episode. Yeah, I think the first episode will help. Seeing it will help. Yeah, seeing it, the execution of it. So I'm excited. I'm excited for Thursday. Um, It'll come out. We'll have a new episode every Thursday mm-hmm. on Bespoke TV, which you can get on the freebie TV, which is on like Roku, Apple TV, um, Android, Android, Amazon Fire TV, or if you have the Stir app, it's channel um, 285. Yeah. Yeah. So you can watch them there every Thursday. Can you tell that we had to do promos for it and now we have it memorized? Yeah. <laughs> like we had to record these promos for it. And by the way, like, this is on Saturday. Nikki and I got so drunk and went to bed. I went to bed at 4 a.m. Friday night. And then we had these dates on on Saturday, which mm-hmm. I think in my mind, I was like, no biggie, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, biggie. Biggie. I definitely <laughs> did. I felt so horrible. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Fake. Yeah. Poor guy that had to go on a date with me. Um, I forget what I was, where I was going with this. Oh, that we had to record these promos afterwards. Oh, we had to record the promos after. And I was like, please, I need to go to bed. Yeah. I cannot do this. And and I'm not an actress. (laughs) And it's like two lines. I was like, I'm not an actress. (laughs) I can't wait. I hope I get to see the footage of you saying, I'm not an actress. I also uh, heard that they were rolling when you said, I have to puke. <laughs> yeah. So. I, think I, said, I think I said, like, I'm going to have to, I have to vomit. And they were like, oh. And I was like, I mean, not like right now, but eventually. At some point. <laughs> that lucky gentleman. I know. That poor guy. At least it wasn't on like a real, <laughs> oh, live yeah. Date, you know, yeah. like, you could have like smelled the alcohol on me. <laughs> you know, as much as, like, as much as we want to complain about, like, not being able to go on in-person dates right yeah, now yeah. because of the panorama, like, it does help that you can put on some makeup and nobody smells that you're hungover. True. Like, or that you can put on a top half. You don't have to put on, like, Ted, yeah. <laughs> take your rose and go. <laughs> He's trying to play tug of war. And it's like, that's not what's happening right now. We're not playing got- Ted. 
<laughs> I got him a little rose for the uh, for Valentine's Day. No, for Valentine's Day. Oh, sorry. But okay, so I feel like val- after Valentine's Day, everybody who's single, if they're not on dating apps, they hop back on them. True. I think. I that's- mean, I had a. You had I, mean, a- I haven't been like super super active on them, but I definitely like was like, oh, maybe you should visit some old favorites. <laughs> Yeah, so I think I think that's the case. Everybody's hopping on them, but we found Cheyenne Davis. Yes. So she's written a series about fat friendliness of dating apps, and I think it's really helpful to talk to her to find out, you know, do a little research. She's done the research for us. Exactly. She's done all the education that <laughs> the learning that we need to take in. Yes. Uh, she has done um I, she has three articles out now about three different uh sites so it's okay cupid tinder right yeah and then and plenty of fish yes yes so i i've read two of them i haven't read the the third one plenty of fish yet but i'm i'm excited to hear all of her thoughts on all of them and then like here's my question like is there any hope that any of these apps are like not fat phobic? That's my question. Like, has she had any success? So I'm excited to see, um, to talk to her more about the other uh, research she's done. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, me too. I'm, I, I follow her on Instagram. Yeah, Shay Modi. And sh- she's just very interesting. So I can't wait to get her on. Yes, I'm so pumped. Hey, Cheyenne, welcome to Swipe Fat. Hi, how are you? Good. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I know. I'm so excited to have you. Yeah. Alex sent me your article on your series of dating apps and their fat friendliness that you oh, did wow. for Madame Noir. And like, yes. we've been so interested since oh, then. Oh, wow. Which yeah. one did he send you? The um, OkCupid okay one. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah. my recent one. I'm actually having one come out on Wednesday too. Oh, you are? So oh. I about twice a month. Like t- this Wednesday? Okay. Yeah, so Wednesday. Perfect. This episode comes out Friday. So if you're down to talk about that app, we can. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. It's it's plenty of fish. Oh, you're doing plenty of fish. Okay. So you've done OkCupid and Tinder. Yes. What like brought this adventure along? Okay. So um, I'm a writer um, and I'm fat and black. And I married those those, um, things together. And I created this because I feel like a lot of times we don't have the fat black femme perspective about dating primarily in on publications um and a lot of times like when I was just trying to find like representations of that in other places I would never find it so I said you know what I have the know-how I have the experience let me just fucking do it because if no one else is going to do it I should just do it so I pitched this to everywhere like I pitched this to Bustle I pitched this to uh to HuffPost I pitched this pitched this everywhere and already had a relationship with Madame Noir for um previous writing so I said you know what might as well just give it to them and I said, you know, they should be able to have that story because it's a fat black femme um, uh, writing it. And it's mm-hmm. also a black publication. So might as well let them have it. And yeah. it's the best choice I made. Um, the good thing is, is that a lot of people off the site are resonating with it. Um, a lot of my friends and a lot of my colleagues are like, you know, Cheyenne, thank you for writing this because I've been experiencing this this whole time. And no one really talks about this, especially from this perspective. Mm-hmm. The bad thing is, is when I read the comments, which I honestly, as a writer, I really should avoid doing, but I still do it because I'm a fucking masochist. So might as well just do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I read the comments and they're like gut wrenchingly, like disgusting. Like I've been told that I'm going to die before 25. I'm fucking 26. So I'm still here. Yeah. yeah. Nasty, I'm here, bitch. Um, 
Jesus. <laughs> um, I've been told that I'm too pretty to be fat, that I'm delusional, um, and that I need to date fat people, and that I shouldn't be on these apps anyway. The OK Cupid one really got the worst of the worst in terms of like all the comments I've been receiving. Um, but basically, that's pretty much the genesis of where the the fat friendliness um, dating app series had come from. And that I think it's just important that I do this type of work because again, we don't have a lot of representations of it. So I definitely look forward to continuing that and talking about all types of apps because I'm not just talking about like the match.com family, like, you know, OkCupid, Tinder, those Mm -hmm. things. I also want to talk about other dating apps too, because I'm a part of the kink community. So I'm on field and fet life, which they both fucking suck, but but I'm here to tell you that, (laughs) Um, you know, I'm one bumble, unfortunately, a whole nother conversation. Um, There's so many different dating apps that I do want to talk about because I feel like fat folks like myself date all different types of ways and that should be expressed and shown absolutely I mean like when so I saw your article on and I can't remember where and I wish I did but I saw it on a friend of mine um shared it on Instagram and I clicked through to it and I was like first of all you are such a great writer um I just felt like very like it was conversational I saw even though I'm not black um I saw myself in it because I am fat so you right. know, I see a lot of you know, Nikki and I, the whole, our whole podcast is about being fat and dating online. Cause you know, that's the only way we can do it right now in a pandemic. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. So it's sort I mean, of like, I, but I didn't have exp- like luck in the wild being fat. So <laughs> she has, I don't know about you, but my whole dating has always been online. Online. Yeah. Um, primarily in terms of my own personal dating experiences, I do better person. Yeah. Um, even though I am a writer, I feel like I, I come off as more charismatic in person. Um, so itself, a lot of times it's easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the online because it's like I can curate who the fuck I want to talk to. So if I want to talk to certain people, um, it's, it's easier to like kind of like pick through and, and sift through like the fat fetishes and all the type of guys or people because I'm queer. So I, I date non-men as well. Um, just to sift through folks that aren't so savory or aren't so, you know, fetishy and problematic. But yeah. I do like dating in person better, I will admit, because I, I kind of feel like you get to see more things when you see them in person versus online, because it's so easy to cover up a lot of things online. It's so easy to like get around things, if you know what I'm saying, um, or like try to like finagle a situation where um, you can kind of like manipulate it and make it seem like it's one way and it's really not. Okay, well, like, that's funny that you bring that up because um, Nikki and I were just talking about this before you joined, but um, we saw that you used the term woke fishing, mm-hmm. which I had never heard of before. Yeah. So can you tell people- Oh, that was on my Tinder article. Yeah. Yeah, can yeah. You tell people what that is and- Right, for sure. So woke fishing is basically when um, primarily like white yuppie um, men- who think that they're hip for black people or try to be around black people. They try to come off as woke as possible to attract certain women, even though they're really not. So kind of like um, catfishing where you pretend to be one way to elicit a response, but it's a whole nother thing. It's the same thing with woke fishing where you're pretending to be, um, you're pretending to have the range to have conversations about politics and oppression and systemic racism and things like that, but you really don't. And you're only doing that for your own personal gain. It's not like you're going to do anything to help dismantle it or even hold yourself accountable for your own privilege and utilize said privilege to assist the marginalized folks that you're going after. You're only just doing that to like further like oppress them and fetishize them. 
It's great. So the white hipster boys that have BLM and all their profiles. Absolutely. And I, and I screenshotted one and I put it in the article so that people okay. can see exactly what Wait, the fuck How did I miss that? I missed the screenshot. A, I believe there is a screenshot. Yeah. Not taken. Oh, the Here in Chicago, like it feels like every single person. Oh yeah, absolutely. You'll see that in your most gentrified town. So Chicago, yeah. greater New York City area, LA, um, places like that, you will see a lot of woke fishers because they're essentially gentrifiers. That's fair. <laughs> When you were starting this experiment, if you, if that's what you want to call it, I don't know, like right. your series did, and you were setting up your profiles, did you have any parameters that you were going to put in each, like in your profile? That's actually a good question. So a lot of my profiles are already pre-existing. Okay. Um, and I just wrote it as if I started off or implied that there was an implication that I started it <laughs> off. Um, but I do try to be as consistent as possible with my pictures and stuff just to see. But um, as of late, I'm trying to switch up my profiles because I, I'm a little bit of an asshole. So on my last article, they said that I scowl too much. So now I've included a picture where I'm not scowling. Oh. So I can say, ta-da, you said I scowl. Here I am with a big ass smile. Like I'm yeah. here. So um, I kind of use my profile to not only play around with the app itself, but also to, to kind of like play around with my readers too, because it's like, I'm actively taking in what you're telling me and I want to implement it to see if it changes when newsflash, it doesn't change anything. So Right. So, yeah. So they're saying if you weren't scowling, then for some reason, but I'm not even, it. right. Right. Yeah. But I'm not even you're scowling. Just, like I just, you're not smiling. You don't have your teeth like wide, like, no, like, <laughs> but the, your readers are basically that like old man saying, honey, smile. Oh my God. I get like, fuck off. And I, and, and that also proves my point that none yeah. of the shit is bat friendly at all. Yeah. Yeah. So we did an episode about setting up our profile and we did a couple of different experiments of it, but okay. do you have, do you have rules of like, we think you should have full body photos that show you like at your truest self. Mm -hmm. And then there's some people who think that you have to put fat, that you're fat in your profile or some version of that. that. There's people who want to do it. We both did it. Um, Alex had success with it. I had zero success with okay. it. But I, I've decided at the end of the day, it's not for me. I think it's just another safety measure. Okay. Like, I'm sorry, you have full body, you see multiple full body photos of me. Right. Not always my most flattering angle. I make sure you can truly see what I look like. Right. Like if you can't with your two eyes see that I'm fat, like maybe go to an eye doctor. That security level is just like me making sure that he knows I'm fat, but he should know right. that. Like, uh -huh. how do you feel about that? Like, because I saw you have fat activists, but we're not all fat activists. Right. Personally, I, I think inadvertently I've kind of internalized some of my own fat phobia and just put um, full body photos so that they can see that I'm fat. Also, right. I always try to attach my Instagram to I my do the pages. Same. However, I'm noticing that that's a problem too, because on Instagram, I tend to post images of me in like lingerie and stuff like that mm -hmm. too, because I do a lot of lingerie collabs and things like that. And that I feel like is much to my detriment because men just see, oh, wow, she's half-ass naked. Let me go talk to her about uh, sitting on my face. And I'm like, I don't want to sit on your face. Like get, get yeah. your halitosis hung away from me. I don't want yeah. to talk to you. Um, <laughs> so do, wait, do you think that maybe you'll experiment um, with like not putting your Instagram men in? Right. I think what I've been doing lately is um, trying not to put my Instagram in or just removing it altogether if it's already there because yeah. just to see if anything changes. But again, it doesn't. But in terms of like your question, Nikki, I don't think, I don't really believe in rules. And I feel like it's very unfair because when people are marginalized, there's a lot more emotional labor that we have to undertake when we make these apps mm -hmm. because we already know that we're the ones that people are not really looking for when we're on dating apps. And then also understanding that we kind of have to put ourselves even through our own hoops to just put pictures up to say, okay, now I, am I fat enough to realize that I'm fat? Like, it's like, mm -hmm. you're, you're 
checking your own fatness to see if other people can see it. And I think that's very problematic too, because it's like at the end of the day, we're doing more work than we need to, to prove that we're something. Mm. When in fact, this really shouldn't be about proof. It should just be more about, this is the person that I'm interested in. This is what I see about their profile. And I want to focus on that versus everything being so forward facing. But at the same time, it is a dating app. People are going to look before they read, period. Yeah. So like, it's kind of like, I don't, you're, you do and you're damned if you don't type of situation. I think people should do whatever makes them feel the most comfortable and makes them feel the most sexy and makes them feel the most wanted for themselves. And however anyone receives it is really not your problem because that's all based on projection because people don't feel well received themselves. So they kind of project that onto you because everybody, honestly speaking, everyone has the same level of anxiety, I believe, to start when they make dating apps but i feel like you get more and more of it the more marginalized you are because there's so much that you have to think about but i feel like online dating and just creating a profile is anxiety inducing for sure because it's like okay i have to put my best foot forward i have to make sure i look a certain way i have to make sure i'm visibly whatever people think i need to be so that they don't have to misconstrue what's going on and then they blame me for it so again it's just a lot a bunch of emotional labor especially for fat folks for sure yeah okay yeah (laughs) You just like said all the I know, things. She was like putting so, in the perfect box. You put, like yes, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, you first started with Tinder, and yeah. you gave it a negative two out of five for fat friendliness. <laughs> I sure did. Um, so Tinder's my second fa- might be my favorite dating app. So I feel mm-hmm. like there's something maybe wrong with me, and also maybe I like I shouldn't be like using it because it's not fat friendly. But it's the one that I've had the most success with. Okay. I've had a relationship from it Mm. and I've gone on, you know, some pretty decent dates. It's not all great. And it's very superficial. I mean, all dating apps are at this point. Absolutely. Uh, What did you experience that made it so made it a negative too? Okay. Um, well, first and foremost, um, so just a sidebar, uh, most of the dating apps that I've used, the the rating is going to be low because it's it's purely sarcasm. And I don't know if you can okay. tell, but I'm pretty sarcastic yeah, yeah. when I write yeah, as yeah. well. It's just to show that none of these things are fat friendly, just to reiterate that. Right. But also <laughs> our experiences are going to be different because I'm I'm not white, even though I'm not a super fat, I am a larger fat woman. So like a lot of times my experiences are going to be different because of my intersections. So a lot of times um, I get a lot of re- negative responses because even though I do benefit from a level of pretty privilege, I, I'm still those are still part of my identity too. Mm-hmm. And I find find that the way that men approach me versus the way men approach other women is going to be completely different. And the reason why I gave it a negative too is just because I just feel like either I don't get any responses at all because I get a lot of likes, likes on Tinder. Like I get thousands mm-hmm. and thousands. I just don't get a lot of responses when I reach out or when I do get responses or messages, they're purely sex-based. It's never like, oh, can I take you out? Or hi, you seem intriguing. Let's have a conversation. It's more like, can you sit on my face? Um, can I fuck you? Um, a lot of can you fuck me because a lot of people assume that because I'm larger and black that um, I want to dominate them which I mean in terms of kink I am pretty dominant but not always like I consider myself to be a switch like I like to you know be very fluid in the bedroom and and beyond um so you think that's, people- do you think that's like a common thing that people think that black men or black women like to dominate yes like white men specifically or just yes. okay I get that all across on all um, dating apps, even on OkCupid. Like, um, I don't even, I talked about it briefly in my OkCupid article about how a lot of men contact me or like, you know, um, mm-hmm. I'm looking for a dominant woman such as yourself, which is problematic because I never even said I was dominant. Never said it, yeah. yeah. I'm looking for a dominant, dominant woman such as yourself to like 
control me and, and, sh- and bullshit like that which I'm like okay that's cool but like I don't really want to do that with you Carson like I don't want to do that so <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't want to do that with you Daniel like, like I'm, let I'm me tell that. you that I want to do that with you <laughs> right and, yeah right because a lot of people feel like fat black femmes don't deserve autonomy over their bodies so they kind of choose a narrative for you and that exists not only on dating apps but it exists in the living world too so a lot of times again dating apps are literally microcosms of the worlds we exist in and it's going to be um I believe it's going to be on steroids at this point because we're at, we're at home. We're all horny as fuck. We're all bored as fuck. Yes. We're all lonely as fuck. So a lot of times that's a perfect storm for people to just act a fucking fool. Even though they already were, it's just exacerbating it at this point. Yeah. They, like they're in their mind. What, like, what do they have to lose? Absolutely. Like, there like, you go. What you're, you're not a person to them at that point. You're just, no, you're not, you're a, a picture. I definitely feel like I've, I feel like I've experienced that for sure, where I feel like I'm not a person anymore, you know, where like Mm. someone is just like saying whatever the fuck they think they can say. And I'm sure I would assume most women have that experience on these. I would, yes. I would agree with that too, to a certain extent. It may not Mm. be the same, but I feel like. Definitely not uh, the same. I feel like the common denominator would be that men do tend, or cishet men specifically do tend to, um be predatory on mm-hmm. these well they're predatory period let's just be honest it's called spade is spade but when we get onto these dating apps because the other issue that i talk about when i talk about these dating apps is the reporting feature like that's very important like what are the safety measures that these dating apps have in place when you do go on it and something goes fucking haywire and it's like okay what do i do so i don't know if you've noticed this is a great time to talk about bumble so oh, i don't yeah. know if you've noticed on my page but there's been twice two incidences where I've had issues on Bumble. One being that this man told me that if I wanted to be with him, I would have to lose weight and go to the gym. But meanwhile, I'm in the gym like every fucking day and not to lose weight, just to exercise because I really enjoy it. And then the other instance, this white man told me that he was afraid that I was going to eat him. What? Yeah. And I reported it to Bumble and they they took care of it or whatever. And I I expressed to them, listen, like y'all need to incorporate more fat black femmes into y'all's... procedures procedures excuse me because it's time to have people that look like us be represented so that we know because we know how to protect ourselves best like y'all can't do that for us and we need to to have more representation so that you understand how to make this app more inclusive um and they took the idea and they they i guess they revamped their um their terms of service so now it's 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 a point where and i think they revamped it since the 28th of last month yeah. where basically if you're fat phobic you get automatically removed and then they send you resources as to how to challenge your fat phobia and grow from from it mm-hmm. like people are going to fucking read that shit they're not just going to take another phone number and make another app and perpetuate the same level of harm that they did on the last account um but i think a lot of these dating apps really missed the mark with their reporting procedures and how they handle harm on their apps because i don't care what anyone says i think anything um, that is created to like benefit from a capitalistic system is always going to induce harm because capitalism is harm and dating apps essentially are an extension of capitalism. Therefore, there are really no protections or any safe spaces that you can really have because it's not safe. It's, it's, it's made, it's based on money. It's based on trying to acquire money from their users. Right. When people can just do what they want, it's not like they're- Right, without repercussions. Right, Yeah. yeah. They can just make a new, they're off of it and then they can just make a new one. Right. Yeah. With right. a different okay. username. So while, I, I mean, we've been very proud of Bumble. I know. We were excited about Bumble and now I, like. Yeah, now I feel like 
they we did like got... the bare minimum yeah is, like, what I feel like you're saying right I, that me listen that's my personal opinion well, yeah. I just feel, and again but I do feel like um I'm always one to challenge the spaces I'm in because mm -hmm. a lot of times they don't make space for me and there are people that 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 constantly get even though um, there are people that may have similar intersections, similar margins as I do. They still may have more privilege than I do. Hence, they're more closer to center than I am. Therefore, they will always see themselves in some way, shape or form in certain spaces where a lot of times I have to fight to even see glimmers or glimpses of myself in these spaces. So when you look at dating apps like Bumble or any other dating apps that's supposed to be like um, community specific or have a certain... Um, idea in mind that's supposed to uplift a certain community a lot of times it's not uplifting at all it turns out to be more fetishy than not because it's like okay we have this idea where we, we have an app for women to like or non-men to be the first to message right. um, and then the man has to respond within 24 hours but at the same time i feel still feel like that in a way that puts the responsibility in the man's hand yet again because i have to wait for him to respond to me i have to wait for him to deem mm -hmm. me worthy enough of a response that's yes. why I don't okay so I don't love Bumble because it's like I don't technically always want to be the one that has to do all the work like I, I don't feel like, I don't right and mm. we're I feel like as women we're always doing that anyway like we are I, yeah we are like even when it comes to like being asked on a date or anything I feel like I'm always the one that's like hey do we want to like get coffee or like when we do decide that we want to get a coffee or a drink or whatever they're kind of like well where do you want to go like right. why do I right. have to plan it yes why can't we do this as a partnership? Right. You putting all the onus on me as the woman. Or, right. she, or they take a little initiative because initiative's attractive. Right. Totally. That would be nice too. Also, <laughs> Alex, keep in mind that the creator of Bumble, her name's Whitney, correct? Mm, yeah. yeah. Whitney started off at Tinder. Right. So she, I still feel like there are some level of influences that she kind of, you know, internalized from that whole Tinder debacle and then went to make on Bumble and it's still a similar format because honestly speaking, all dating apps benefit off of desirability politics because every dating app that we know has a swipe feature. And mm -hmm. one of the most commonly used parts of the dating app usually are the swipe features because it's like, it's this hot or not situation. If I feel like any part of you is not hot, I'm swiping left. If I feel like there's even an iota of something hot about you, I'm swiping right. So a lot of times it's like, okay, well, what makes me hot and what makes me not hot? Like there's a lot of times where we question ourselves too, based on a fucking swipe model, which is so binary as fuck, which is inherently <laughs> problematic to begin with because it get, leaves no room for gray area. Um, so even just Bumble structure alone, in my opinion, just it's just it's it's basically white feminist Tinder. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I mean, okay, so have you done Match? I'm on Match currently. Okay, because remember, um, Bumble, I believe Bumble. They all own each other, right? Yes, it's Match. So it's Match Group. Because honestly, yeah. um, the two articles that I've written are about two um of the subsidiaries in Match Group. Right. So it's Tinder, OkCupidMatch.com. Um, I believe. Plenty of no, plenty of fish is another one. That's I think they're on their own, yeah. Right. No, they're another one. So it's Match, Bumble, Tinder, OkCupid, Hinge. Hinge is another one. It's oh, like the whole yeah. conglomerate. Is they all own each other? Okay. Yeah, they okay. pretty much all own each other. And they're basically all the same. They all um, suck. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. So Seriously. your your next article that was just released um, is Plenty of Fish. Does yes. I haven't been on Plenty of Fish in years, and actually, <laughs> honestly, that was the one app that I got the creepiest messages Ooh. on. Do they have a swipe feature? Plenty of fish, also known colloquially to me as plenty of fuck ups or plenty of failures, mm -hmm. um, is very much an app <laughs> that is 
everything that you do not want in the app, <laughs> literally. But it's it's so bad that it's so entertaining and funny. And that's why I go on Plenty of Fish okay. because if I want a good laugh and I want to feel better about my, my singledom, I go on Plenty <laughs> of Fish. So they do have a swipe model. They also have this option where you can perform an SAT quiz to see who can date you or not. And I say it's the SAT because it's so fucking long and extensive and unnecessary that they keep pushing you to take this quiz and you really don't have to. But if, mm -hmm. again, if you're a masochist such as myself, you'll take the quiz and just <laughs> get nowhere with it. Um, also, you get the creepiest messages from people. Yes. Um, and it's just like a hot ass mess express. And then my favorite part of the app is that um, you like, you know, like on Instagram and Twitch, they've taken the the live portion of those apps and they've integrated it into Plenty of Fish. Oh no. So now you can go live on Plenty of Fish. And it's by yourself? Efficient. Nobody yes, wants that. Yourself. But there's tons of people that are on, going live. Like you'd be surprised. So you can go live. Um, You can have conversations with people live because I actually did it. It was very entertaining. I had a lot of fun. Okay. You okay. Also, you can, there's also a dating option on the live where you can like date someone and as you they okay. answer the questions, their face becomes less and less pixelated so that you can actually see them. Oh. Um, it's a very, in it's interesting. That's kind of interesting. That's kind it of like Love is, um, what's that show that was on Netflix? Love is Blind. Yeah. Um, and Alex, it is interesting, but we have to understand that this is still plenty of fish. Right. Um, <laughs> so fair, is it like fair. the bottom of the barrel of people? I would agree so, yes. And I, and I say that even myself. Um, also plenty of fish because they're owned by like Zeus and, and meet me and all these other apps. There's this play, there's this, um, function called versus. So versus is a place, basically you get matched up live with another person and you answer questions. Oh, so me and this guy had a conversation, this invigorating conversation about stocks and Bitcoin panty dropper. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Isn't that I mean, what you want to talk about the first time you talk to a guy? Oh, I mean, yes. I would be like, walk to the, give me your walk to the car. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Wow, just just slay me with your thoughts about um Bitcoin and Dogecoin. Yeah. And, and yeah. Apple stock. I'm just so here to hear that. Um, no, <laughs> I was bored as fuck. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I was like, you know Fair. what? Maybe not this. Um, but I will say that plenty of fish tried to rebrand itself because I don't know if you've seen the app recently, but the yeah. interface is slightly different. It still looks a hot ass mess. It still looks like um, the old version of match.com mixed with yeah. MySpace. Mm -hmm. The only thing that's missing are the blingies at this point, um, but it yeah. looks really bad. I'm the dog, I, honestly. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay, but I'm definitely your dog. He, he's, um, he's the most opinionated dog you'll ever meet. Wow, he's, me. He, I'm surprised he probably can hear our conversation and he's a, a chiming in. Absolutely. Like, exactly. like honestly, that's, Without that's a doubt. Ted, Ted has is, lots of he opinions. wants to get into, yeah, lots of opinions. Without a doubt. <laughs> um, but literally, um, when I first opened uh, Plenty of Fish, they're like, are you 18? Like, you don't let you go anywhere else. They're like, are you 18? And I'm like, yeah. And they ask, and they're like, um, are you single? Yeah. Okay. Then you could sign up for, okay. Not okay. Keep it. I'm sorry. You could sign up for plenty of fish. So literally they ask you two questions. They ask you if you're, you're 18 and if you're single and then, then that's the case that you can do plenty of fish. If not, then you can't be on plenty of fish. And I'm screaming internally because it's like, yeah, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Which so is they must get a lot of complaints that people are married. 
Yes. Oh no, for sure. Um, but that's on any dating app, honestly. Yeah, I know. Now, as a person that I would call myself flexibly monogamous, because sometimes I question if I'm monogamous or not. Mm -hmm. What if there are people that are genuinely trying to practice ethical non-monogamy that want yeah. to be on the app? Mm -hmm. If they're not single, then what are they going to do? They can't True. sell plenty of fish. And yeah. honestly speaking, I wouldn't want to use plenty of fish even if I were single at this point because it's so fucking bad. Mm -hmm. Um, and even the search options are still horrible and extensive i feel like plenty of fish is not user friendly that's the first thing and there's so many parts to make a profile that it doesn't it takes the fun out of it because for me making a profile is the most fun thing on a dating app mm -hmm. i'm a virgo so i enjoy organizing <laughs> things i enjoy making things look good i yeah. enjoy making things sound right and and fit and all these things and that's i take a lot of pride in crafting a profile but on Plenty of Fish, that excitement gets removed from me because it's like, well, fuck, I got to fill this out. Then I got to fill this out. Then I got to fill this out. Yeah. Also, Plenty of Fish, comparably to um, OkCupid, has an option where you can exclude fat people. What? And way back, yeah, way back when, when I first tried Plenty of Fuck Ups back in like 2015, 2016, um, I saw an option where it says, are you open to dating like larger body people? Right. And I tried to message this one man and it said that I couldn't message him because I identify as a larger body person. So they were already like just taking you out of the equation. Yeah. 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 And the same thing is with OkCupid. The difference is that OkCupid doesn't alert you when that happens. You just don't see those people mm. versus plenty of fish. And I'm not too sure if that happens now. I know previously it did to me yeah. and I was like, what the fuck? But, um, versus plenty of fish where if you do click on a person that is not um fat amorous or a person that's looking to date fat people or accepting of dating them it's going to tell you flat out you can't listen don't exceed go don't collect yeah. two hundred dollars you're not getting to this person because i feel like you're triggering me because i remember dating like a long time ago when i first moved back to chicago it was like 12 years ago or something mm. like all those sites did have the thing where you had to like check off your body type where it was like you said you were I can't remember what they were but I remember athletic. one there's athletic there's always there's okay, curvy. So your basics are athletic curvy a, a few extra pounds um heavy set sometimes they say heavy set I believe uh POF if I'm not mistaken there's so much shit up there I can't even remember it more to love um, some, some some sites say more to love BBW um, oh my god please <laughs> please I remember that from back then thank that you I just remember yeah. seeing curvy um, being the only option I feel like on match. And it was like, if you put that, then you had like zero options. Cause like exactly what you're saying, it was, they would re like weed out all the people who didn't want to date curvy women, mm -hmm. which at, you know, probably at the time was everyone. Cause yeah. I don't think right. we're cool then. And I feel like curves. And when we're, when I say curves, I'm talking like Kim Kardashian curves, you know? Yes. Um, right what is you know society says is hot now um right kind of curves like that wasn't cool back then back then it was like very straight size bodies you know no curve right and also i just feel like um i just feel like a lot of these these dating apps kind of make loopholes to yeah. avoid fat people even further because like for hinge for example a lot of people complain about hinge because they feel like hinge has a paywall where they put certain people behind it the more 
attractive people are behind the paywall. So you have to pay to see those people. And a lot of times when they see fat people behind that paywall, the another thing that you need to do when you look at dating apps is look mm -hmm. at the, the comments that people leave on the actual app when you download it on iTunes or on the Google Play Store, mm -hmm. because they say horrendous things. Like there are so many screenshots I have of Hinge where people are like, well, um, don't go to this app unless you like fat people or um, all the girls are so fat and ugly up here. Um, wow. And there's no one, there's no one hot on this app. They're all fat. Like it's, it's, it's disgusting. After we get off of this, that's the first thing I'm, I'm going to go start looking Yeah, at go to Hinge. Like when you go yeah. to an iTunes store, go to Hinge and you will definitely see in all the like reviews and comments underneath the app how disgusting it is. Have you tried, so like a lot of our listeners have asked about Woo Plus. I will say this for all fat dating apps. I will put this out there. I think you should proceed with the same level of caution that you have in any other dating app because honestly speaking, it does not change. You dating people that claim to love fat people or trying to date in a space where they claim to love fat people doesn't change anything. Mm -hmm. It's just, I feel like you find more of the fetishes over people saying, go fuck yourself, you're fat. Mm -hmm. um, and even then, honestly speaking, I don't find fat fetishes any different from someone that's fat phobic because a fat fetish is fat phobic because it's about taking only certain parts of you and not your personhood. Yeah. So, um, which is inherently fat phobic because like, I only like you because you're fat and I don't even like you in public. I only like you in a certain space because I have access to you mm -hmm. and I can choose to not have that if I don't want that. Um, very problematic. Uh, but I, that's for all dating apps. That includes Phoebe and that includes Fantasy Feeder, um, which I'm on those as well. And I definitely plan on writing about those okay. for sure. But that's okay. later on um, in yeah. the series, which both are hot mess expresses. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not going to hold y'all. It's yeah. a mess. Um, I think most dating apps are a mess regardless, but I do think they can do a better job in really supporting the communities that they're trying to uplift and, and, and benefit from as their target audience, because even those apps are a little dated and the interface is a little old. Well, so when you said Plenty of Fish, I was like, the last time I was on there, it looked like it was from 1997. Yeah. It still looks like that. It just has a glossier <laughs> color to it. <laughs> you ever read that book, The, the Rainbow Fish? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay, that's literally what it looks like now. Oh. Before it was like, before it was like Facebook fish. Yeah. Now it's rainbow fish. Oh so my god. So it's 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 really, it's really nothing different. What did you call it again? Plenty of fuck. Plenty of fuck ups. Plenty of failures. Oh my god. Plenty of food. I love that. If you're so um, one of my friends met her husband on Plenty of Fish, but it was I know Nikki's face. It was like six years ago, so I like we'll give that a even then though I was like what are you doing on plenty of fish yeah he's a good guy hope, you never know hope, hope, does, hope does slip through the cracks sometimes so there's exactly. hope in any situation however 20 times out of 10 you probably won't find it at plenty of fish <laughs> agreed probably will not yeah that was like the exception to the rule not absolutely yeah, yeah. that's an outlier in this in this study there's a this this is yeah. <laughs> that's an outlier in this case study for sure exactly one in a million absolutely they should call them and interview them <laughs> right no for sure that'd actually be pretty cool to see like how they navigate it because yeah. i'm like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> well, oh there's one thing about plenty of fish i oh. forgot to tell you that yeah. is really fucking funny um so the new thing that i've been getting is that a lot of men tell me how nice my smile is on plenty of fish and I literally text them back and, and say, I don't know where you're, can you locate the smile for me? Because I can't locate the smile on my own pictures. 
just like copying and pasting. Control yeah. C, control V, absolutely. Yeah, man. Copy paste messages. I am not smiling at all. And I, and I do that on purpose to see what people say. And they're like, oh, you have a great smile. And I'm like, but my mouth is completely shut. So yeah, like fuck off. Where Where's the smile? I'm not finding it. I feel like too, those guys are always the ones that get so angry at you. Of course. Who like they're, you're like <laughs> combating what they're saying and they're being like, Ooh, you're a bitch <laughs> automatically. And you're like, okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> right. No. And I, and I get that often too. Like that one time when, um, uh, I don't know if you saw my OkCupid um, article where the guy on Instagram told me that I look like yes. I lost weight and I told him like, that's inappropriate. Let's mm-hmm. not even do that. And he said that I was a bitch and that I need to go fuck myself. Mm-hmm. And I told him that he misspelled bitch. So <laughs> I loved that. I loved that. <laughs> Learn how to spell bitch if you want to call yeah. a bitch. Absolutely. <laughs> but like the men, the men that think they're doing you a service by saying something that's completely off their fucking rocker and then you check them on it and then they become volatile as fuck and it's like okay but i checked you on something that you had no business doing like you're lying about me having a smile that's not even existent on this app you're telling me that i lost weight and and you're talking about my body and that's inappropriate and if i'm telling you that's inappropriate why do you even think it's okay to even get nasty with me like you don't have access to me in that way so we have a facebook group for our podcast nice they're telling the shitty things guys are saying to them on dating apps you know talking asking opinions but like some of the things that like openers guys have said to them, I, I personally have never had, and I feel so lucky, but I can't imagine all the, the awful experiences on apps and every being sexualized, like 99% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really hurts my soul for everybody. It's and that you have to go through it. Um, Nikki, it's honestly a painful experience. Um, and it's kind of sad even because it kind of makes you feel like, okay, well, damn, if I can't even find anyone online, mm-hmm. um, how am I going to even find someone in general? Because I feel like some people feel like the online world is more expansive mm-hmm. than in real life, which in some cases that is true. Um, and especially now when the real world is kind of locked off for, or, or far removed from us at this point, it's like we're only being able to do nothing but be relegated to these online spaces. And then um, when you're a black woman and you're reading articles that OKCupid curated from their own research about how black women are the least likely to be picked, um, which in another article that's unrelated to this series for Metro UK, I I pointed to that, um, how in a study where black women are least likely to be picked, that even makes you a little more upset because it's like, well, damn, if I'm already fat, but now y'all are telling me that because I'm a black woman, I'm less likely to be picked. And and my thing is you're collecting this data, but what are you going to do to ameliorate the experiences Mm -hmm. of black women of your app? Are you gonna are you gonna start by hiring black folks? Because one thing I also do, and I think I'm gonna start talking about in these articles, is about the people that work at these apps too. Yeah. So take Field for example. I don't know if you're familiar with Field, but Field, also known as Thrinder, but Tinder was like, nah, y'all can't have this because it sounds just like a just like us. And I feel like Tinder did that again with another app called Minder. Minder is the Muslim dating app, but now they're called Salams formerly known as Minder, and I feel it because Tinder has this tendency where if anything sounds close enough to it, they'll do a cease and desist type of thing mm-hmm. and tell them yeah. not to do it, whatever. Um, but um, Field 
is a, a dating app primarily for not ethically non-monogamous um, folks to date, but it's also open for the kink community to date as well. You don't have to be in a couple or in a, a poly um, a poly grouping to do that. Um, but when you look at the people that work on the app, like in the, like the the background folks, like you know, you like the developers and things like yeah. that. It's primarily white people mm -hmm. with a splash of um, brown folks. I did not yeah. see any black people working at their their um, app. So a lot of times if we're going to collect data about things that are lacking or things that are making a certain a group of people feel like they're less than or feel less represented, it starts with the home. You have yeah. to have people within your service that actually look like the people that you're trying to help and service on the app. Yeah. How can you say you're for black people? You have no fucking black people mm -hmm. working for y'all. And then when you have black people such as myself, because um, I'm actually starting to do more like media consulting or like or like some like soft core user interest um, consulting as well, because I've went, to, I've gone to school for media studies. So I did a lot of like analysis on how to make things better for like fat people. Um, hence why I did my podcast, because my podcast was my thesis. Mm -hmm. um, I try to tell these apps, hey, like do X, Y, and Z. Um, and you tell you make your app better. And they're like, okay, well think about it. They take the idea and don't give me credit for it. Right. This yeah. has happened several times to me. So it's like, well, what's the point then? Y'all don't even want to hire me or anyone that looks like me to even do the work mm -hmm. or assist you in doing the work. Same thing you're saying, like they were doing the work, but then not even like the bare minimum. Like, so you are doing what you said they should do, but then kind of like the least amount. They literally have a t-shirt that has fat phobic on it and then they put a sweater over it to make it seem like they did something but they really didn't change anything right yeah. it's the same outfit just a different jacket and then to people like us like because nikki and i are like oh that's great like yay yeah. you know because like yeah. we see that and we're like oh that's great like they're doing great things and most people do see that because they feel because they give them a false sense of hope Oh, right. wow, they're changing their terms of service. Oh, wow, they hired one fat person. Oh, wow, they hired one black person that's actually racially ambiguous. Oh, wow, they've done a bunch of shit to make it seem like they've done things when in fact they've done nothing. Yeah, They just put a Band-Aid. It's a Band-Aid for a festering wound. You have gangrene at this point and you put a Hello Kitty Band-Aid over it? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh. What are we doing here? That's such a good analogy. This is why I mean you're such a good writer. Like when I was reading your stuff, I was just like laughing. It's so good. Thank you. Yeah. I oh. feel like we've learned so much today. I know. So much. Especially Glad. about Bumble. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Bumble. I know. I'm so I already hated Bumble. So yeah. Now I'm fully in yeah. the fuck you. Bumble. Yeah, like I I, I have not and had any success yeah. on Bumble and I would love to, but I've just never yeah. had it. I don't want to do any spoiler alerts, but have you found an app that is fat friendly? Is there such a thing? Are we getting there? Maybe. Can you not tell me? You don't, <laughs> you don't have to tell us. You don't have to. Tell I us. will say this as long as this world exists in the way that it exists, you will never find something that is completely devoid of an oppression. Yeah. And that includes fat phobia. Because again, we still live in a country where only we're 49 out of 50 States. You could still legally be oppressed. Um, but because of your weight. Yeah. Like people can literally tell you they will not hire you because they think you are too fat. The only state that they do that in is in Michigan. And even Michigan has a lot of issues because they have a lot of oppressive ass, racist ass people that could give two shits about fat folks and they still find ways to work around it. So again, as long as we live in a, in a space where we are constantly trying to tell people to change their bodies to be more 
center, we will never have a space that will really honor fat people, even if it's made for us. I know it's depressing as fuck to hear that, but mm -hmm. like at the same time, I think people need to acknowledge that these things are not going to change. You just have to find ways to like divest from social norms and also find ways to like make yourself feel whole and happy and sane because it can get really lonely mm -hmm. and really sad really quickly out here. Those are all things we already know. We just don't want right. to like admit it. You know what I mean? Right. And we have seen people, again, it's not the rule. It's the exception. It's people get have meeting people on these dating sites and they are fat and you know they they do find happiness so i think like you know we That's just keep, right let's like we keep this little glimmer of hope because we want it for ourselves right yeah absolutely even though we and know I think, and I, what you're saying is true <laughs> oh no absolutely and again i like to hold space for those that have it, that have found what they needed and i think that's great um and i think that everyone deserves to feel and have those things because we're human and we deserve to have all the good things that we have co need coming to us right. um but also I think, I don't think that person is devoid of having harder experiences too, because I feel like at some point they probably had some difficulties as well with navigating dating apps or just oh, yeah. in general, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Are you on TikTok at all? I mean, I'm on TikTok, but like, and I, and I'm, tr and I'm trying to get into TikTok. I don't think it's the, the, I like TikTok to watch in terms of making content, yeah. something that I'm not really like super into. I'm more of an Instagram person. Okay. Um, yeah. But I do appreciate how Gen Z has turned TikTok into like this safe haven of like, um, you know, unlearning certain things or learning about different oppressions and learning how mm -hmm. to dismantle certain things. So I feel like there's been a lot of social justice justice work that's, yeah. that is to be seen from TikTok for sure. All right. Yeah. Because I feel like that for me has been, I mean, like I think Instagram from, for me personally, Instagram was like a place where I started having my own body positive journey um Same. seeing people like myself and you know have living their lives and just like having a good time and like looking badass right right um was so eye-opening for me but I feel like TikTok's even it's like watching other people have that experience right in real time is kind of super cool so I don't know I agree. I like that's been I don't know and now I feel like people are meeting on TikTok a like, lot of people are, a lot of people are using um a lot of people are repurposing our these dating apps, not excuse me, these these other apps and platforms that are not necessarily for dating. They repurpose them and kind of find like you know the people that they've been looking for this whole time. Right. Um, and I, and I'm all for that. I think apps in general have a multitude of functions that I right. think we should definitely tap into. Um, I haven't gotten to that side of TikTok yet, but I will say that I think TikTok does do a great job in curating content or having content creators that are forward thinkers and they put that content out and i think right. it's 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 phenomenal to see that um the generation that has come after us is really working hard to you know fight against the oppressions that have put us down the oppressions that we didn't want them to experience no i think that's so true so i will say that the work millennials are doing and even some gen xers and above um it's coming, it's coming to fruition. It's working. It may not be, it may not be visible, but it is working because it's resonating with the most younger um, folks of our, of our existence. Yeah, I agree. Well, thank you so much for, thank you for having me, for having us on, or having us on. Thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> He's like, thanks thank for having you. us on your podcast. Thanks, we yeah, love yeah. being thanks. here. <laughs> yeah, thanks for teaching us. Um, <laughs> 
Thanks for all the ways. Um, if you want to find Cheyenne, um, Cheyenne Davis, you can find her at Shay Moday on Instagram. Shy Modi. Shy Modi. I'm the fucking worst. Kill me. <laughs> Nikki, I'm screaming. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Shy Modi. Go follow her on Instagram. Like you're going to learn a lot and we're going to post your articles on our stories. Thank and you. There'll be a link in our, um, in our information in our bio. Thank you, Alex and Nikki, for having yeah. me. Yeah, Thank this you was so, so great. Thank yeah. you. I feel like she just she blew our minds. So she blew our minds. Blue, yes. Like we were everything I thought we knew. She's like making me reevaluate things a little bit. Uh, yeah. Like for a lot of it. Yeah. Never using it again. <laughs> yeah. I think it just shows our white privilege and us dealing with it. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's like you always know that your experience is different than yeah. other people's, but then to actually hear their experiences and be like, okay, yeah, mine are very different. Very different. Um, it just, yeah, it, it puts it all in perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm gl- so glad we had her on. Me too. That was awesome. I'm yeah. Everyone needs to go follow her, read her articles because they're fascinating. Um, and honestly, like I said, in when we were interviewing here, like I saw a lot of myself in it too. So mm-hmm. I think they're very relatable. When reading them, it felt like you were reading your friend's, like not diary, but like just her, your, her point of view. Yeah. She's so fun. Yeah. She's really yeah. funny. Yeah. She's really great. So everybody go follow her. We're going to put um, all of her information in the show notes. And then we'll link her stuff on our Instagram. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been a week. (laughs) It really has been a week and it hasn't even been a whole week yet. (laughs) Yeah. It's been a week though. If you guys could do us a favor, subscribe, rate the podcast. I'd love you forever. And Nikki doesn't love everyone forever. So. No, I don't. This is your way to get in. (laughs) It's your way. It's your way. And then if you're not following us on TikTok or Instagram, please do swipe that um, and or join us on our Facebook group. Yeah, we have like over 300 um, Facebook group members now at our Swipe Fat podcast group. And it is just like a nice little community. Mm-hmm. I really love it. So everyone come join us there. We definitely respond and talk to everyone in there too. I know people are always surprised when we do, but it's like, it's a community for us. <laughs> we love yeah. it. Like it's a community for us to chat in too. Like we need help. <laughs> I posted the other night, like with a question, I'm like, okay guys, like, yeah, hello. I, <laughs> <laughs> I need you. <laughs> so yeah, I saw like the book review and I was like, here, I- Ooh, <laughs> I'm yeah, I am. Yeah. Ooh. So it's a good time. So if you want to find us on Facebook, just search swipe that and we'll let you in. That's it. That's all the that's all she wrote, folks. <laughs> that's all, folks. Um, yeah. We'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye. Bye.